Well, hey there, how you doing today? Welcome back to my YouTube channel, Simeon, with you here. Thanks for joining me. Well, you know, a couple days ago I put up this video. We were looking at uh, recent interest in UFO disclosure by the media, the government, you know, the Pentagon has to issue this report to the Senate Intelligence Committee. And I mentioned how I thought using the word UAP instead of UFO was kind of like a slick uh, bureaucratic trick to try to make the uh, term more acceptable and actually to avoid looking at the history of the subject and actually, you know, to use language to avoid looking at all the evidence and just focus on the particular cases that you want. In this case, we've had a lot of focus uh, on Navy uh, UFO, UAP incursion since... 2004, 2015, USS Roosevelt, you know, Nimitz, and now USS Kidd and the Omaha with these 14 objects that we're told were swarming around it in 2019. So someone wrote back on my channel and they thought, hey, look, dude, you're just being nostalgic for the word UFO. You can't give it up. UAP is a lot less risky. It's easier to study scientifically unacknowledged aerial phenomena. This person liked that term better because they said there's no baggage associated with it. It doesn't make you think of little green men and it's easier for scientists, mainstream scientists, to study it without f fear of being ridiculed by their colleagues. I think this is total BS. Uh, the word phenomena is what philosophers used back in the Middle Ages, and it's what encouraged the really great scientists, we think of them as scientists now. Back then they were called natural philosophers. But it encouraged these people like Galileo and Kepler and many others to want to go with facts over belief systems. At the time, people were still using Aristotle's logic. And they said, it doesn't matter if something is factually true or not. It only matters if it makes sense in terms of logic and argument. That was the Aristotelian point of view. And the scientists that started the scientific revolution said, hey, we can't just look at things because people say they're true. We need to look at evidence, what we call now evidence. They didn't call it that then, but we now call it evidence. And this, I think, is very important. If you want to go back to the word phenomena instead of unidentified flying objects, I think UFO is a non-baggage-laden term. I think it's very specific. It's saying something is unidentified, uh, it's flying, and it's an object. I think that's very neutral and very specific. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Uh, you could come up with other terms. You could say intelligently controlled extraterrestrial vehicle, IEV. I mean, that would be fine too. But let's not go back to using language with which creates more mystification and bureaucratic fog to try to obscure this topic to say, oh, no, we're not really dealing with extraterrestrial objects here. This is just something that's in the air. It's a phenomena. That's what Middle Age philosophers, uh, Middle Ages philosophers use. They like the words phenomena because it was extremely vague. It wasn't tied to facts 
and it wasn't tied to evidence. So I see using the term UAP, uh, perhaps uh, as Nick Pope said the other day in his interview with Brian Bender, if you saw that Politico uh, video that Bender put up, which I thought was very interesting. He's, he spoke to Alejandro and Karen uh, and other researchers in Arizona where Bender was doing this piece. And Nick Pope is also in Arizona in Tucson. And I thought Nick Pope's comment was very interesting. He said, we started using the term UAP in the 90s so we could pay more attention to it, you know, within the MOD without kind of raising people's hackles. In other words, it's a way to sneak the UFO topic in without people realizing that you're talking about UFOs. Let's be honest what's going on here. They're trying to study UFOs, but they want to disguise that it's actually potentially an extraterrestrial vehicle so that it's sort of sanitized. And to me, this is, and this is what I wrote back on that in the previous YouTube video to this person. This is to me very much like relabeling genocide is ethnic cleansing. We'll just call it something that's linguistically neutral and it won't raise any hackles and maybe we can get away with it because we're not actually uh, exterminating an entire people's genocide. We're just doing some sort of ethnic cleansing. I think this is a type of linguistic BS that is anti-scientific, anti-objective and anti-modern. And I don't think we should put up with it. We're really looking for facts. We're looking for evidence. It's exactly what Hal Putoff said in his 2018 lecture at Irva SSE, if you'll remember. There's so many sensor systems out there, not only on the F-18s, but on pilots, the spy radar, on the, the uh, aircraft uh, carrier battle groups and so forth that was on the Princeton. And these sensor systems are so good. Uh, think of the the E-2 Hawkeye plane, what, what its capability was, what Patrick Hughes told us was the capability of the Hawkeye in terms of how much, how far it could see. I forget in, in a follow-up interview we did on YouTube, Patrick said it can see a really tiny object the size maybe of a baseball. I forget what he said, hundreds of miles away, thousands of miles away. Okay, the sensor systems are so good, you can't hide the data anymore. So let's not play games with this and go back to hiding things behind vague bureaucratic jargon. This is exactly what George Orwell warned us of, is using language to avoid the truth. We don't want verbalism here. Verbalism meaning using words in a way that obscures the truth and makes things more vague. We want to find out what's really going on here scientifically based on facts and evidence. So UFOs is as good a term as any. If you come, you want to come up with another one that's better, I'm all for it based on facts and evidence, no biggie. But going backwards to just calling something a phenomena, uh, and I'm not talking criticizing James Fox movie, the the phenomenon. There's nothing wrong with doing that because that's a movie. It's, he has artistic license there in film to do that. But uh, if we're going, if we're going to be doing science and creating public policy, it has to be based. I, I think you would agree. Maybe you don't agree, but I, I would say it has to be based on evidence and reality, not on uh, bureaucratic, uh, jargonistic type of lingo that deliberately obscures the truth. Okay, that's just my thoughts about it. <laughs> Let me know what you think in the box below. Thanks for watching. Talk to you next time. Take care for now and bye.